would have thought that if you look back on the early days, what we used to think of as conservative versus liberal, liberal was pro-free speech, people were open-minded, non-violent, you know, and people were open to other people's ideas. And the right was like suppressive, you know, the nanny state, you know, condemn certain language, condemn certain behaviors. That's not the case today. Yeah. Today, the left has gone so far left, so radical that the right are the ones that are celebrating comedians and celebrating Chappelle. And yeah. They had my back through all the crazy that happened mm -hmm. with me. It was Fox News that had my back would you it's, ever think that they would be the ones to cape for you like you know 10 years ago i'm so liberal yeah like i talk I about know. it all the time like I, I say i am not a conservative i'm not conservative but i am pro second amendment uh -huh. and i am a hunter and i am a cage fighting commentator and i you know and i drink and i smoke cigars and i like to bow hunt yeah so there's a lot in there there's that's some, like hey crossover yeah but it's just being a human be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. They're so threatened by the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and funny. One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric. And I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so, you've come to the wrong place. Because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. I'm your host, David. And I'm Wolfie. Yay, How's Wolfie. everybody out there? In, Yay, me. In the, in the real world land. Not in this fake podcasting land and internet world that doesn't really exist. It's all. It's all. Uh, the We're matrix. all a part of the matrix. Yeah, that's right. I get. I think that more and more every day. <laughs> yeah, I seen a. I seen a, a silly video. This woman, she believes she's in the matrix because a car can ride in a single lane, and a bus can <laughs> I, ride in a single lane. I think I saw that too. But she, but she can reach over and touch the other side of her car yeah. while she's sitting in the driver's seat. But she can't do that in a school bus. And I'm like, well, that's because the school bus is wider. But yeah. it still fits in the lane because the lane's 12, 12 feet wide. And the school bus is like 8 to 9 feet wide. So it is wider than your car. That's why you can't reach from one side of the, the bus to the other and touch the wall. It's not because you're living in the Matrix. <laughs> right. But yeah, I was just like, yeah, you're a crackhead. You know, I always complain that too many people uh, don't um, use any sort of logic or reasoning. Um, yes, I know. It's so ridiculous. But then some people try and throw out a little logic like she was, but there's no logic mm -hmm. to it. So um, maybe they were better off just uh, taking Keeping it. their mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just taking it at just face value. Up. They told They told me it was true, so I believed it. Yeah, we had had a, a really good uh, Twitter uh, Twitter post the other day went viral. That was always good. Or uh, this country has a mental health problem disguised as a gun problem and a tyranny problem disguised as a security problem, which is just it's a Joe Rogan quote. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we ended up with uh, 
Over 2 million views. Wow. Um, 82,000 engagements. Over 9,000 retweets, 1,000 comments, and 41,000 likes. So That's nice. Worked out pretty good. Maybe we'll, it's a, maybe we'll pick up some, uh, some stuff. Uh, yeah, the house passed that gun build this evening. Um, yeah, saying you got to be 21 to uh, purchase a. Yeah, no, it's it's not going to pass the Senate. Or but. an hour 15 tile. No, I don't think it will. I don't think it should. It's not. And here's the thing: they keep on saying you got to be 21 to drink, you got to be 21 to smoke, you got to be 21 to buy a rifle or a, or a weapon. And I think all uh, that should be 18. Okay, fine. It should all be 18. I mean, if you're if that's the voting age. Right. Then that's and you're considered an adult at 18. Then you should be able to do these things at 18 years of age. Right. If not, then make the the, the where you turn to an adult as being 21 years old. Right. But yeah, then they would turn around yeah. and say, I can but still, I can still, I can still join the military at 18, and I can go off to war and I can die in combat for this country. But I can't smoke a cigarette, drink a beer, buy a rifle. Something's wrong with that picture. Well, even at twelve and years old, that, you can about, you can decide to uh, um, without any consent um, change your gender. You can start, you know, irreversible changes to your body. Well, yeah, and they're at talking, twelve. They're talking about so. that being as, as low as five years old. Right. If I don't support my five-year-olds delusion that it's a little it, it's a little boy and it thinks it's a little girl if i don't support that delusion then i'm the bad guy but you're not going to allow an 18 year old to buy a gun drink a beer or smoke a cigarette right but their big push for this bill was because they said because the last two or not the last two the the two that they're pushing right now which is the 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 uvalde one and what was the other one the uh the Brooklyn. Did we have any? Uh, did we have any? I don't know. Did we have any school shootings in while Trump was in office? Oh yeah, we have school shootings uh, all the time. They did. Yeah, I doubt there's a. I doubt there's a month that goes by that we don't have a, a, a small school shooting. Now, depends how you're going to categorize it, because I think there is a distinction between how they determine a mass shooting, you know, which is the four or more. Yeah. I think you've got to have at least, yeah, it's three or four people have to, I think end up right. either shot or dead. Right. Yeah. Before it's considered a mass shooting. But like, which I we, think is stupid. They say that there's never been a, a reported incident of a good guy with a gun stopping a mass shooting, because if a good guy with a gun stops a potential mass shooting, it's not going to be reported as a mass shooting because right. the bad guy with the gun didn't get a chance to kill three or four people well, because you, the good guy with the gun stepped in and stopped him. Well, so you just said it, too. Scenario. And you just said it, too. There's never been a report of a good guy stopping a mass shooting. It's not that there's never been a good guy stopping a mass shooting. There's just never been a report of a good guy. Well, uh, we've seen, what was it, just right after the Uvalde shooting, the, the guy, he got all crazy, he came in with his pickup truck, and I think he ended up shooting the police officer that were there first. And some woman pulled a pistol out of her purse and shot the dude, you know, yeah, shot it, him dead right there. Yeah, it was at a graduation party. So the cops, I believe, party. it was a graduation, yeah. So there was no, I think the two police officers got hurt 
but I don't think they died. Right. Uh, she stopped him from actually killing anybody. So that's not going to be reported as a mass shooting. And it's not even really going to hit the news. If it does a little bit, you've probably been listening to some kind of alternative news source. Right. Like, uh, like talk radio or something, because you're not going to see it reported on MSNBC, ABC, CBS. Yeah, you're not as CNN. That that story is not going to be at all on any of those news networks. Right. But the ma- the main thing that they're so, pushing, yeah, in this bill was yeah the 21 age, which to me makes no sense. Well, I, I mean, it doesn't matter because it's not going to prevent an 18 year old from doing it is just going to prevent an 18 year old from having a legal gun and doing it. Like I said, it's not going to prevent mm-hmm. this kid. It didn't matter. He, he obviously had the money to spend on it. So instead of buying two, instead of spending two, he would have spent one. He would have bought one from somebody illegally and probably would have had to spend a little bit more money, but the money didn't seem to be an issue since he had so many weapons, but Right. So that wasn't going to stop him from doing it, but then it's gonna. What else is it? Uh, the eight, the eighteen to twenty-one year. Oh, and they want it to be uh, a universal background check, um, so that it's they are they already do that. Yeah, but each state has how they process it. It, it all goes through the NIC system, which is a federal system, but each state kind of has their own rules for it. They just want to. Like I said, it wouldn't change anything. It's just that a way for them to say, "See what we did. We've got universal background checks now." So, but they already they already had universal background checks because right. you got to have a background check in every state to purchase to purchase a gun. Right, but they they also want it to be for all private sales, also, which right now all states require it for cro- cross state um, for private sales. Like for me to to sell you a gun, we would still have to go through a licensed dealer to do the transfer from me to you because it's crossing state lines federally. Yeah, and but they would want it to be within state. Like let's say you want to sell one to your brother-in-law. Now you well in Virginia, I think you still have to do. I think in Virginia they passed it. Now it's required for all all in-state sales too, private. I think that's the thing that you all passed last summer. They do a lot of stupid things here in Virginia. But I know here in Kentucky, we don't. Um, I can sell anything to anybody in state. But, and uh, like when you run your next check, I I know like, I'm pretty sure that's most everywhere, but um, I know like you say at Walmart, when you run it, um, like let's say we're running your, you come in to buy a gun and we're running your next check on you now. And it, most of the time it, it's almost instantaneous that it comes back either like a yay or a nay, but sometimes it gets delayed. It might take a, a few hours or sometimes a day. And then it's like, then we would just call you as soon as the results come back in. Um, and usually it's by the next day it's, it's in and you come, you know, complete the sale. I know that. I know that when I when I first went to work up at the college as a police officer, we were we were issued forty fives, Smith and Wesson forty fives. When the guy that became chief decided to come up there, 
we ended up going to a 40. And so we had to turn all the 45s in, but if we wanted to, we could purchase them at a discount. Right. And so I had to go to a local arms gun shop, you know, there in town in Abingdon and uh, filled out all my paperwork and everything like that, handed it in. And by the time I got all the paperwork filled out and all the money was exchanged, the, the yay had came back saying, yeah, he's okay. Right. And I got my duty weapon. Yeah, I purchased it and I have it now. Right. Because so. the law now is <clears throat> if you don't get a yay back within three days, it's an automatically go ahead and sell without without it coming back. Mm-hmm. That's to prevent, right. you know, they're wanting to change it from three days to ten days to not make the automatic. Because they say some people... I, I don't know the they're, they're calling what are what are they called some kind of loophole I mean they make up names for stuff but they they just want to keep extending it I I could see them going to ten days and then going no you always have to have a yay it's not it's not they want to get rid of the automatic but, but then mm-hmm. it puts it in it's like oh that puts it in their court you know the ball in their court that now you run the background check. And you're like, well, you can't purchase it until the yay comes back. Well, they're the fe- the federal system is the one that's in charge of the yay or nay. So all they would have to mm-hmm. do is just not br- send anything back, right? And you couldn't buy it until well, they think, say it. I think they're wanting to get the whole country kind of like New York State, where you can't do anything at all, right? You know, you've got to actually show a, a need right. to purchase a weapon. You can apply, you and it might take. You can apply, but it might take six months or a year or two years, or um, mm-hmm. or maybe never. Um, or, or or it may never happen. Right? Yeah, because you don't show significant need when you're in one of the most crime-ridden cities in the country. Uh, that itself should be a, a need. That you know, hey. I'm, Look at all the crime going on in New York City. Right. Just like in Chicago. And here's the thing. The places that have the strictest gun laws have the worst crime. Chicago is a perfect example. Right. One of the most strict places. Chicago and New York City, two of the most strict places to purchase of weapon. And they have the, yeah. Like I said, they got. Those places have, yeah, some of the highest numbers. People. But uh, two of the other things that they were as part of this bill was uh, changing couldn't have anything yeah larger than fifteen rounds, no magazines that hold over fifteen rounds, and uh, what was there was one other thing oh the gun your storage how you keep your guns you have to have your your weapon like your weapon in your house you're responsible for which I mean I think you should be responsible for it. Now, I don't think if somebody breaks into your house and breaks into something that you have it in, you should be responsible for it. But if, let's say, a neighbor kid, uh, let's say your kids, your kids' friends are over and one of them grabs your gun off of the counter, off a, a dresser or something, and does something with it, then I think, yeah, then in a situation like that, you're, you should be, should be responsible for it because that wasn't very... Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it wasn't very safe. Right. But here's the thing. They're wanting to, to allow people to do the gun manufacturers 
uh, for damages and stuff. This is just yeah, it's insane. That's that like, that okay, wasn't I, in this if that's bill, the case, but well, yeah, but I mean they've been talking about it, right? And it's just an insane proposition. Because let's, like I said, let's just say you know if we're going to apply this to the gun manufacturers, then let's apply this across the board to everything. If someone gets their head beat out by a hammer, then you should be able to sue the hammer manufacturer because they made a hammer that was deadly. Right. Uh, if someone runs over someone with a car, you should be able to, to sue the car manufacturer because they made something that was deadly. And let's just say, for example, that the individual runs over somebody and they're drunk. So I can then sue the car manufacturer and the people that produce the alcohol. Yeah. Well, people have, you know, because, and it's just, it's just so stupid. Yeah. It's like they put out a legal product. This individual abused both legal process two legal products. Right. But we don't, we don't sit around that, you know, whenever we hear of a drunk driving statistic, we don't sit around like, oh, we've got to ban cars and we've got to, we've got to ban alcohol. You don't hear that. No. Well, yeah, I hear that. I hear that a lot. <laughs> you, no, you, 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 you well, need to be you need to be in apartment. southeast Kentucky. <laughs> There's a lot of people around here Harlan. against alcohol. Because Harlan used to be dry, right? Yeah, only up till just a couple of years and, ago. And, yeah, exactly. It was against so, a lot yeah, of even habit. So yeah, so I can see maybe in your neck of the woods, you probably would hear stuff like that. Right. But over here where I'm at, you don't hear that. Yeah, did you see Biden, what he mm-hmm. wrote yesterday? So the fact is America... Oh gosh, sort of <laughs> The fact is America is in a stronger economic position today than just about any other country in the world. Independent experts have even projected that the U.S. economy could grow faster than China's economy this year. This hasn't happened since 1976. Wait a minute, 76? It's not, not it has been. President His- Carter was in office? Yeah. Well, that's, see, that's what he's saying. So there was that no the economic econ- growth in 76? Well, after 76, after Carter got out. After we, and then, after we got Reagan and in And Reagan in there, that was when the economic growth took off. But here's the economy is in a better place than it has been historically. And so we feel here at this administration and other experts as well is that we feel that we are in a good position. She must not be buying gas mm, well, or uh, groceries or anything she's, else. She's well, no, she's probably got a company provided vehicle and she's probably got a company provided gas card. If she actually does drive herself anywhere, which I doubt she's probably got a driver who probably has a federal government gas card in which they go out and they fuel up the vehicle for her. And from that time until President Trump was put into office, every year it seemed like they were politicians were talking about energy independence for America. And everybody would talk about it, but nobody would do anything about it. And then when Biden, or excuse me, when Trump got in there, he actually made us energy independent. Prices for fuel went down, and and somehow he's the most hated man in the world, and they want to get rid of him. That being said, if he runs again in 2024, I don't know if I would vote for him. I probably would because the alternative is Joe Biden. I mean, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I mean, if that's the choices I have is Joe Biden or Donald Trump, I'm voting for Trump. If the choice is uh, DeSantis or Biden, I'm going to vote for DeSantis. If the choice is uh, Fred from down the street who's the local dog catcher and Joe Biden. I'm voting yeah. for Fred down the street. Who's the local dog catcher. 
because the man that's in there now is totally incompetent. Well, maybe not, maybe not incompetent, but he doesn't have the American people's best interest at heart. He's wanting to push a radical agenda because the way you sell electric cars and the way you push the Green New Deal is you make gas too expensive. And that's exactly what I believe he's trying to do right now. Yeah, but they know that's not going to work. And the crazy part about it is... Because our grid system can't handle that right now. Jibber, well, no, it can't right now, but and, but they don't care. Have you ever heard of the thing called the Overton window? I have. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, like, here's your here's your Overton window. It's the Paris area. And what you try to do is you try to move the window a little bit at a time until you get to the point you want it to, where you want it to be. And you do that by forcing people to change the way they do things. And I love the way that the, the president and the Democrats are all lecturing on gun control and they left how much military equipment for the uh, yeah the Afghanis to take over? Well, I mean, yeah. they're... They're 16s. They're talking so highly helicopters. of the Ukrainian people for taking up arms and defending themselves against right. the Russian government. But they're in the... But they're in process of trying to take our weapons away from us. Right. But, oh, oh, let's send millions of dollars over to the Ukrainians so that they can buy machine guns for their citizens to use in defense of their country, but they don't even want us to have semi-automatic pistols. Or rifles, for that matter. Right. The hypocrisy of these people is just mind-numbing. Also, in that same report that I was listening to from Jesse Kelly, he was... He had some lady on, she'd written a book, or maybe just an article, but she'd gotten hold of some Pfizer data, and she was saying that uh, miscarriages among women in Canada, uh, Ireland, and I think Israel, are up like 87% Hmm. amongst vaccinated women. So that's just kind of strange. I don't think anything good has come out of the COVID-19 vaccine. It doesn't stop you from getting COVID. It doesn't keep you from spreading it to anybody else, and the only thing that i see happening are negative side effects there's the nazis and democrats comparison mm-hmm. <laughs> pro-socialism yes. pro no guns pro-censorship pro-media control pro-abortion democrats hate whites nazis hate jews and they both worship the government mm-hmm. and here's the really crappy part about it is the democrats try to say that the nazis are on the right <laughs> yeah which which, if you're looking at Europe, then yes, because socialists are on the right, and your communists are on the left. That's their spectrum. Socialism on the right. And I think fascism is in there somewhere, too. It's either in the middle or it's on the right, towards the right. And then you've got just straight communism is the far left. But all three of these particular political ideologies all have in common is the fact that they're totalitarian and they want to control everything and everybody with the most extreme being the communists. Now in America, you're not supposed you don't have that particular everything in America, as far as socialism, fascism and communism is all on the far left of the spectrum. Because when we founded America, the spectrum went from anarchy, which is no government at all to total totalitarian dictators which was the far left which there wasn't communism yet but you probably still had some you know monarchs and kings that were they didn't acknowledge the rights of their people and they were on that end of the spectrum so in america they when they made the constitution they went just a little bit left of anarchy and that's where they placed the constitution and so if you're really looking at the if you're a constitutionalist, you're nowhere near being a Nazi. You're nowhere near being a socialist, a fascist, or a communist because you're at the total other end of the spectrum. 
Here's a, a tweet from Lori Lightfoot last month. To my friends in the LGBTQ plus community, the Supreme Court is coming for us next. This moment has to be a call to arms. And then one month later, U.S. man charged with attempted murder of Supreme Court justice. Imagine that. Yeah. But yet Trump, you know, incited a riot, incited an insurrection by saying to peace, peaceably protest. Right. And what kills me is the CNN guy. Uh, he was the, the New York City's mayor's brother. Oh, yeah. Um, Cuomo. And he's like, where? Yeah, Cuomo. He's such an idiot. He's he's so ignorant. He's like, oh, where does it say in the Constitution that you have to be peaceably? I <laughs> yeah. believe it's in the very First Amendment where it says that the American people have the right to peaceably assemble and, well, how's it go, redress of grievance from their government. But the words peaceably assemble is in there. And how could someone actually listen to a guy, this this commentator, when he makes such a stupid mistake? I'm like, if I, okay, if I was on the left and I was sitting at home and I was watching CNN and I know what I know about, you know, the fact that you're able to peaceably assemble and that's a part of what's in the, the and I heard him come out and say that, I'd be like, I am never listening to this guy again because He's dumber than I am. Problem is, most people on that side heard him say that and go, yeah, where does it say it? It doesn't say that. Yeah, because they don't know. They've never read it. Right. People want the police to protect them. They don't want anybody to be able to protect themselves, but they don't want police to do anything. They just want the protection to happen. Yeah. But they don't want any actual interaction with people because when interaction... Some kind of magical magical fairy dust or something is supposed to come down and when the police show up and right everything's just supposed to be okay and everybody goes about their business oh uh, we better go ahead and wrap this up yeah so you are you uh you're off today tomorrow is that what it is wednesday thursday yeah yeah today's wednesday uh-huh i gotta go to the doctor tomorrow that's always fun well, I'm going to try to go to the gym. For, I slept through my 8.15 class this morning. Ended up going at noon. And like I said, we were doing a, a salt bike and squats. And, oh, man, that was terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the guy, the, I don't know if he programmed or not, but he's like, how was that, Wolfie? And I was like, that was awful. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he looked at me. He's like, I did it earlier. He goes, it is awful. I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. I'm like, you did a good job programming that one. <laughs> I don't know if he actually did it or not. Oh, uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up and close it out and play the... If you haven't already, subscribe to Socially Sensitive on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. You can also find us on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Socially Sensitive. Also, check out our website, sociallysensitive.com, and grab some officially licensed products.